Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives right after they put out important news. And in fact, we've got like multiple pieces of news to talk about today. With us is Frank Canavalli, Chief Growth Officer at Universal Prop Tech, trades on the Venture Exchange under UPI. For those who are new to the story, and it's going to be a lot of you because UPI is just starting to get real great traction out there. As the name implies, as, as the name implies, prop tech is a combination of two words that stand uh, for property technology. As simple as that is, the implementa implementation of prop tech is anything but. Uh, but universal prop tech is actually delivering healthy building solutions and services for developers, owners, and operators in Canada. Uh, more than just lip service, over $35 million in revenue in the last three years, used by federal government facilities for the last 40 years. And some of their clients include great well-known names like Manulife, Brookfield, Billy Bishop Airport, you name it, they've got it. Here to talk about the news over the last couple of weeks, Frank, welcome to the show. Hey, George, thanks for having me. This is great. Hey, great having you because in the world of prop tech, you guys are really starting to do some incredible things. You've had three press releases since the beginning of February, and we're sitting here on February the 10th or 11th, whatever it is. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about uh, the first one, and they're COVID-19 related announcements. The latest one, I like this one a lot. It's a, it's a, it's a deal with Lumina, right? Uh, and it indicates that you could do surface COVID-19 tests in under two hours. So that's pretty incredible. What have you seen from your customers, both past and current, that tells you they really want this kind of a product? Uh, great question. And in, in fact, I, I love that question because I think too many people focus on what would be interesting to sell and not necessarily what they're interested in buying. That's a great question. Um, so remember, a lot of our clients are the government sector, right? So school boards, campuses, municipalities, um, and we're trying to live within the means to which they're normally procuring, right? So what COVID's done is caused them to really have to, to spend a little bit more money and focus more on their, their cleaning, their disinfection protocols, and is their air clean, their ventilation. So this Lumen Ultra, we think, is, is a great solution. Uh, it's not a silver bullet, but in, in, in our integrated approach to go to market to, to defeat COVID-19, it fits in beautifully because it allows us at the end of the day, while we're recommending, you know, this fresh air UV or that air sniper or that atmosphere solution to clean the air, we're now able to say, oh, we can validate that we've cleaned your school. We can validate that if a kid ends up getting sick uh, and has to send home that class or that cohort, that, you know, within hours, we can show up with our crew, provide a service that can swipe down that class or whatever area that those kids would have been open to. And we can validate within less than two hours that COVID is present or not. And that's a great validation of what we're trying to sell to those same customers. So they're absolutely looking for uh, validating to their parents, right? Their school boards and their parents that our school is clean, continue to come to school. Yeah, and we know that's a and we know that's an incredible pain point for society because we yeah. need schools to be open so that George can get to work, Frank can get to work, but know that our kids are in school and because uh, we can't get schools going, you yep. can't really get to work. I can't really get to work because now we got to take care of little Mary and Bobby all day long, and that's that's causing. So the the impact of that is massive. Let me ask you a question, sure. because there's no way for so it's a great solution, but no way for us at home to know. How good of a potential solution is this? So what's Lumina's track record of success with the product? Because obviously you guys didn't make this yeah. agreement with them lightly. You're a very serious company. 
Yeah, so Lumen Ultra, it's it's a Canadian solution. It's from the East Coast. Um, they've you know they, they've developed their solution. They have other testing that they do for the government and other you know they do a lot of uh, uh, you can detect from uh, sewage. You can detect uh, if COVID's present. So they have other solution sets that they then sell product or, or license out to other people. Um, we're looking at it in a very integrated approach. So for us, it was, again, you know, this has been there for a few months. We looked at the market and said, but are they using it right? Can we use it in a manner that's going to help us get the sales we want? You know, is this, we're not going to walk into a facility and say, we're going to charge you a thousand dollars or whatever amount of dollars just to do an audit test, but can it enable everything else we want to do to sell you our air quality equipment, the design, the installation, the ongoing maintenance, it's really the enabler of our air quality COVID um, air, you know, business line that we're trying to expand. So it just fits beautifully to help validate that. And we've tested some of that. We've talked to a school board where um, you know, we, we put in, we're still in that stage of trying to understand how we go to market with it, how we price it, how we, um, uh, how we incorporate it. And it's definitely, uh, it's definitely validated. It's definitely a solution set that has everyone say, well, wait, they're willing to stand behind the other products they're pushing by saying they, they could validate if it's here or not. And, and because we can validate if COVID's there or not, we can also say, we'll, we'll augment, we'll bring additional equipment in if we need to on our dime, because that's how confident we are in our solutions. Wow, okay, so, that's a great tie-in, um, great tie-in. You know, and, and we're not trying to take it to market and, and just sell it to people. Absolutely, it's part of our ongoing services work. We want to be able to take that school board uh, for the number, number of months or longer and provide that service. Well, I tell you, okay, it's interesting you say that because something I picked out of the press release was, uh, and I'm quoting, for UPI's current and past customers, which total over 2,000 facilities. So clearly, uh, you guys are going to go broad-based with this. Uh, What's your ETA for deployment? Because you guys have a massive current and past customer base, especially past customers, you can bring them back into the fold. What does ETA look like for deployment of it? Um, a good question. We're, we're in the process right now of, uh, of bringing in the right people, of, of preparing what is that campaign. You know, again, we've been assessing pricing. How do, we, how do we go to market with it? We're in the process of doing that. So we're within a few weeks to probably a month before we can go aggressively to the marketplace and really try to scale this. But uh, remember, it was, you know, we had our, our other air quality pieces come in over the last number of weeks. We really have to make sure, you know, all the pieces are in. We're yeah. almost there. I think we're there enough to start uh, going to market again within a few weeks to a month aggressively and, and take more of our market share. Look, it's the wild west out there, right? The other problem we have. And you guys like have a great reputation because you know, George Com is trying to sell this stuff and ABC, yeah. Acme ABC Technology is trying to sell this stuff. How, how does your reputation uh, of the company play into this when you can walk in and say, hey, guys, you know us. We've been around for 40 years. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And I think because it's the Wild West and everyone are, are coming in with solutions you can buy off of Amazon, um, our approach has to be it's the fact that we're the trusted advisor, the fact that we've been around for 40 years, uh, that we've been delivering all these other services. We're trying to find a way, the same way that what PropTech suggests, where we take these technologies, we embed them within our day-to-day business line of what we're doing with all these customers, and we, we make it a more mature model. So what we hope to do before we're done uh, in this Wild West is really bring some order to this chaos. And, and as I said before, be the new, you know, with the new sheriff in town, we're looking at this market and saying, 
we're going to end up providing the right procurement model for everyone to be looking for, right? We'll set the new terms uh, of how they should be. You know, you tell me, how often should your kids' schools be checked for whether COVID's pre present or not in their classes? How often? Is there a rule of thumb yet? None of this exists. And we can help bring some order to that. Uh, and because of the way we go to market, we then have the resources, the trucks on the street the, and the people to help facilitate. So the other advantage, we're on site doing your mechanical uh, maintenance every month. We can also be on site checking if COVID's present in the HVAC system uh, on the desks. So we, we can do this very cost effectively as well. So we're, we're really thinking this through. And a lot of those protocols are going to change depending on solutions. Like in this case, your this this Lumina solution can can do surface COVID nineteen tests under two hours. Well, that changes protocols, right? If it, if it's on the if it's GeorgeCom yeah. solution, it takes three days. Well, then your protocols are totally different. Uh, if it's yeah. if it's Universal Prop Tech using the Lumina product that can do it under two under two hours, then you almost set the protocol at that point, right? But there's no doubt that people yeah. want more frequency. And that's why I really like about this, that you can do this in, in under two hours. So uh, yeah. looking looking forward to that. The next one, so there are three press releases. I'm going to hop chronologically because the sure. the deal for the air, for air snipers products to meet uh, scientific specifications, I'm reading this, for ultraviolet sanit sanitization uh, and are third-party tested against airborne passages in industrial capacities. That kind of dovetails into this as well. Uh, what are you guys doing with, with Air Sniper? And again, what's their track record? Because uh, I, I always assume that you guys have been around for so long, you don't enter into these kind of arrangements lightly. Yeah. What, what, what should we know about their track record of success that will help Universal PropTech be successful as well? So, I mean, Air Sniper is relatively new. They're, they're parent business. They're a Canadian success story, by the way, right? So they're all made in Canada, which is amazing. Uh, they're from out west. Uh, they produce other industrial products and this is a line they started launching as COVID started. So they've done well in sales out West. Um, they haven't gone aggressively in the Eastern Canadian market, which is what we've now secured exclusively. So really, right. you know, even the other brands and the other lines we've been picking up, uh, one similar from a, an ultraviolet, uh, germicidal ultraviolet technology in, in fresh air UV. The other one in atmosphere is an ionization solution. So they're different, um, but you know, part of what we were doing is that, you know, would I just go to market solely with, with Air Sniper and go to every single customer and sell that? I'd like to. I think that would be great. And some people would think you can. The problem becomes not every situation, every design situation in a room calls for the same product. And so we had to make sure that an Air Sniper, we believe, is a very superior product uh, and, you know, obviously has its uh, better opportunity, say, in a, they can do induct, but certainly in room. They're a great quality solution for an in-room solution for places and schools that don't even have central air. Um, and then when you compare it to the fresh air, fresh air might be more economic uh, when it comes to you're, you're putting it within the actual induct of the air system in a school. So we, we have different pieces to play with. And so um, their quality is second to none. Uh, and because they're exclusive, we can go more aggressive and market and not worry about other people picking up our, our pieces as we're pushing another product. And you're able to uh, so, land that exclusive because of who you are again. I know, I know I've said it a couple of times, yeah. but it's really important. If, if I try to sign a deal with them, they'd yeah. say, all right, George, you know, non-exclusive best efforts basis. Let's see what you can do, yep. you know, but we're not going to give you an exclusive on this because you're an unknown entity in the, in, in this industry, right. In your yep. industry, whereas you guys come along and say, 
here's our client base, here's our history, exactly. here's the doors we can start knocking on tomorrow. They trust yep. us. We want an exclusive. What a huge advantage, right? That you guys can get the best products exclusively because of who you are. Yeah, well, we certainly think so. And uh, I would say that it certainly had a big part to do with, with how we secure the exclusivity. Uh, but again, it's, it's another piece in our toolkit to make sure that, you know, when you're trying to be the trusted advisor and stay the trusted advisor for, say, a school board, um, you have to make sure you anticipate a lot of different variations of what might happen. And do we have enough solutions? You don't want to be stuck in, you know, we have this one product. It might not work in this situation, but it's the only thing we have. That can't be who we are. And so I think uh, we've never, uh, we, we haven't, um, you know, we certainly conveyed that to everyone we're talking to is what our approach is, being the trusted advisor. Uh, we're not being technology agnostic, but we're certainly making sure the technologies we think are the ones you need to buy that we'll be providing as cost effectively as we can. You, you said there, everybody we talk to, I'm glad you bring that up. I'm presuming yep. that before uh, you guys nailed these things down and during and now even after that's official, you guys have been speaking to some of your best customers, maybe even more than some, just to get yeah. a general idea. Hey, George, Agorcom Industrial Buildings Company, uh, you know, his, this is what we're coming out with. What's your feedback? Have you been hearing what, uh, let me not, let me not qualify. What have you been hearing from your customers when you talk to them about these developments maybe come to their door in the next 30, 60 days? Yeah, um, obviously through our ranks, uh, people have come back with great feedback. Um, they're having conversations. So our guys are on the ground all the time and they're in the, they're the control techs, the mechanical uh, technicians, they're having conversations with our customers quite often. So uh, we're certainly conveying, you know, what we're hearing from them has been going into what we've been seeking out to, to lock down. So uh, again, the next few weeks to month, we can't wait to get back to, to confirming some deals and pushing out a bit more aggressively some of the sales side. Yeah, I'm going to assume a mature organization like you guys. I don't think it's a big leap of uh, it's a big leap to say that you know you don't just take shots at bring in products and let's see how it goes. You you've got some a pretty good idea from your customers uh, as to their level of interest. Doesn't guarantee yeah, anything. Very very astute. Yes. I yeah, it doesn't agree. guarantee anything, but I'm presuming you're just not taking a shot in the dark either. Say let let's go through all the uh, let's go through all the work of getting Lumina, of getting Air Sniper. Yeah. And let's see yeah. if it works out. So I'm. I'm yeah. You guys have been around for a reason and, and looking yeah, for Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, last press release that you put out, uh, and not so much on the on the COVID-19 side and all and that, is this channel partnership with Sensor Suite yep. to deliver AI building automation. So that's going to monitor, control, and optimize electricity, gas, and water. Talk to us about that. Yeah, George, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. So, you know, uh, bless you. So... Um, Clearly, COVID and air quality have taken, you know, part of the pun of sucked the oxygen out of the room, okay? I mean, they've really, from a focus of businesses like ours, is a really big attention. And so that's one big piece that we, we've, we've pretty much, bless you, we've pretty much fixed up. Um, we have most of the pieces in and we're getting ready in the next few weeks to go to market hard and get our, our pieces of that. Um, but, you know, there's other parts of this business we're growing, right? So there's a building performance piece of it, which is how do we go into any facility we're currently operating or we're currently or we're, you know, prospects where it's not just, you know, if you think of what building controls are, generally, historically, it's, it's comfort management, okay? You're just keeping comfort in, you know, Betty's complaining about the temperature in that quadrant. 
you know, you have to really move air around well, uh, fix where, where there are some gaps, and, and, and you're maintaining uh, uh, the building system. Oh yeah, that's um, a big problem. People take that it, for it granted. I, we, what, that was one of the big reasons we all went virtual 11 years ago. We said they can never get the temperature right. We're, we're always uncomfortable. Some, and, and, and uh, so clearly it's a, it's a big demand. Yeah. So when you take our mechanical business, right, which is really maintaining all the HVAC systems and you take the control system, which does the set points and really maintains them and manages them in a very cost effective way. The other thing we're now adding on to that is we need that AI, that artificial intelligence that starts to uh, to optimize all these building systems. Right. So from an energy efficiency perspective, from an overall cost perspective, I don't know, have you known any building owners and managers to not be worrying about cost right now? So we need to, to elevate our game and that building performance piece of our business. So the air quality is almost done from, we're going to market hard shortly, that building performance piece, you starting to see remnants of, we're adding to our arsenal. And then in addition to, and I'll get to sensor suite, in addition to, um, you know, yes, the controls, mechanical will continue to beef up, but then there's the energy resources side. How do you deal with the renewables and the co-generation and battery storage and PV? How do you deal with integrating all that into a building system that makes it more cost effective for a building owner manager. So Sensor Suite, where they're unique is, you know, and I'll, I'll do this for them, is that they have great artificial intelligence uh, technology. Okay. They're one of their founders, Mark out of Montreal, is brilliant in the way he's he's built this this ability to do what I think is quite unique is they are great at managing non-BAS buildings. So if you have a facility that doesn't have a central control system. And for everyone at home, what's non-BAS, just so everyone knows. Yeah, so so BAS, building automation system, uh, where you generally, in a commercial building, you'd have, you know, zones, you have, uh, you know, a fan uh, power boxes where you're moving airflow from different parts of the building and you're moving it around and you're meeting different temperature set points in different parts of a building. Whereas in a house, you generally have one thermostat. Um, it's a more complicated environment in a commercial building. And you generally would have a central building automation system that tries to optimize all of that and controls that with set points, a uh, time of the day, and that's how they generally operate. But when you're in a multi-residential building, right, where you have tenants or you have a condo, uh, it's generally every individual tenant is left to their own, right? I'll yeah. worry about what I'm gonna manage. And the rest of the internals of the building have to be figured out as well. So what Sensor Suite does well with their artificial intelligence um, is they put on controls in, so now let's talk about tenants. They put on controls in customer suites. They put on controls in the uh, common areas, parking lots, uh, you know, offices in the building. And they're able to, to really, you know, you're supposed to be at a 21 degree set point in the winter time in your suite but I'm going to turn you off and on over the course of, you know, a few times that day, the course of a few hours, and I'm going to be able to generate, say, 25 to 30% energy efficiency savings for the building owner because I'm able to do things that are just, uh, um, you know, they're innocuous. The customer doesn't even know that they're happening. Yep, yep. So that type of level of optimization of a building is what they do. And they particularly focus on the non-BAS buildings. Whereas our core business is focused mainly on businesses that have a BAS, we manage those BAS. They focus on buildings that don't have them. So when you talk about a bank well, brand, it's a new talk market about, for you guys. It's it's definitely a new market. It's a completely underserved market. Uh, you're dealing with small, mid-sized organizations, or you know they could be larger facilities that were just never brought in that more sophisticated. Oh, really? Because I was going to actually ask you. I was going to say, uh, I was going to say devil's advocate because look, we love what yep. you guys do, but. Uh, there's always some challenges to businesses. And I thought that was 
uh, I thought that may be a crowded market right now, but you're saying that the that there's still a lot of underserved, a, a big underserved portion of it that's still. So available. you know that that's a great question. I think the uh, the underserved, you know, let's look at it this way. Uh, look at Nest, right? Look what Google was doing with Nest or with Ecobee in the home, right? And then you have this, these big buildings in which we can play in from a building automation system. Everything in the in between which you can call an enterprise nest type mentality, or you can call a BAS light type mentality of facilities, small and medium size that fit in that middle space are completely underserved. Wow. Okay. And and so even as an audience paying their, their energy costs and to run those buildings, they're worse than any other building because they don't have VPs of energy, VPs of sustainability. They're even worse off than anyone who's maintaining if anyone needs artificial intelligence controlled monitoring and control it's it's that market so so that building performance piece sensor suite is is a critical piece into there there's other stuff to come and these are are, you know we, we need to continue to look for the right solutions to build up that building performance but again you know people wonder are, are we just going to live off of air quality is this really our game uh air quality is critical it's a way in the door today um and it will be there for a while but everything about opti- uh, operating a building and maintaining it more cost-effectively than they are today is going to be a big part of what we're doing going forward. Frank, last question. It seems like the company is really going into overdrive now on the business development side, and you're the chief growth officer. Um, I know I know. so far 2021 has been torrid growth in terms of these kind of announcements, and I don't expect you to keep up that exact pace for the rest of the year. I think that's impossible, but... Is it fair to say that you guys have, have really turned the corner here and going to the next level in terms of growth of the operation, given the fact that you're chief chief growth officer? Um, yeah, I, I huh, how to say that? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, we're um, this is a company that for many many years didn't have salespeople and continue to spit out ten million dollars a year. So put that in perspective. Oh, so as soon as you right, so as soon as you throw in the focus and the attention and let's let's build in better products and better AI and better solutions. And we actually have an aggressive approach to get the next round of 2000 buildings that we've done. Um, You know, that's certainly not going to be maintaining a $10 million a year revenue base. So um, can we continue this? Absolutely. Our intention and and what we see in our horizon, we're going to continue to, to bring, you know, solutions and and growth to this market and, and prove, you know, that our strategy is working. And there's a bit of a lag effect. You're, you're seeing now what was already starting a few months ago. And I guess in uh, a few months, you'll see the culmination of other things that are happening. But right. we're well Everything on our way. Time. We're yeah, very doesn't... excited. Uh, yeah, there's a lag effect. So we're, we're very excited. Uh, we're, we're bringing more pieces in, more people in. Um, absolutely. Um, we're on a great track. And, and really just continue to watch us is all we can ask. Continue to watch us. Let us prove what, what we think the value is um, and what the value will be. And you'll get a good sense of that. Well, clearly it seems like the market is starting to understand your story as well. And it's still developing. And interviews like this will just drive that point for like, I'm excited just listening to you and watching you about Great, George. The three, just these three initiatives, there are more, but just these three initiatives and the details in each one of those. Congratulations, Mr. CGO, you know, Chief, <laughs> Chief Growth Officer, and, yep. and looking forward to much more uh, coming. It sounds like you might have new customers with all these initiatives. So we're going to be busy with you for, for the year. Congratulations.
George, thank you very much. I'm looking forward to, to doing this more often. Thank you. Thanks for being here because hey, that's why we call it Beyond the Press Release. If you're not putting out the news, there's no reason for us to be talking. So, so great work, Frank. Thank you very much. For everyone at home, you've been watching or if you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, or your favorite podcast platform, to Frank Carnavalli, he's Chief Growth Officer at Universal PropTech. So he's on the TSX Venture Exchange on the stock symbol UPI. For those who are new to the story, we're going to make it easy for you to do your due diligence. Get to Agoracom, get to the UPI hub there, take a look at the profile section, because we know this is all new technology. A lot of these are new concepts, right? There's not, it's not selling food. It's not pulling, putting a drill in the ground, trying to find a mineral. This is all new. So we've got it neatly laid out there for you in layman's terms to really understand uh, who the company is. We got great graphics there in terms of who's the, who the company's customers are. So you definitely got to go take a look at that. And then lastly, from there, click right over to the Universal PropTech site and do some more due diligence because uh, the world is moving towards PropTech. It's unstoppable. This decade is going to be, a, it's going to play a big role. You have to determine, and only you can, but you got to do your due diligence if UPI is going to be one of those successful companies inside this industry. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time.